podcast or whatever you want to call this visually, uh, audio wise is what it is, but I wanted to do something different. Uh, I'm just interested in people these days and what makes people tick and why they do what they do and how they getting by trying to get to where it is they're trying to get to a life. So I thought I'm going to call a friend. I'd like to think we're friends anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call a friend by the name of JJ and find out what she's been doing. For those that don't know, let me go back a little bit. JJ worked at the radio station that we, we both worked at the same station a couple of years ago. And, uh, in a, this is going to be weird, but she inspired me. The reason why y'all, y'all don't hear her no more because she inspired herself to make a move and do something else with her life. Yeah. And she inspired me to do what I did. So if you ever want to blame somebody for me not being on the radio anymore, here's the inspiration. She truly, she truly really did inspire me. And sometimes you just need a, need a little nudge, and there was enough of a nudge in the building that made me go, you know what? I've been talking to JJ for about a year, and I, I don't think yeah. she understood our conversations because we would have lunch and stuff of that yeah, nature, yeah. and I would just be asking questions. And we we grown together, but I'm asking these questions because... Probably I wasn't very happy. Yeah. And I wanted to know how it was seemingly to me for you that it looked like you just made a decision one day and said, you know what? Take this job and shut it I ain't working. And I admire that. You did that. And a lady by the name, I had her name in my head. uh, Who was that? Um, lady that worked at the radio station as well. Myrtle. Oops. Anyway, she she didn't like quit the station because they did anything, but she okay. she quit though, and I was inspired by it. And I was like, oh, she like had a day's gonna be my last day. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm burning out. I'm like, where are you going? I'm going to somewhere in California. Wow. And I'm like, why? And she just, <laughs> why not? Why I not? said, don't you got family? Well, my daughter's old enough. Yeah. Uh, I've done everything that I wanted to do, and I always wanted to move to this particular area, so yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm like. Wow. And this is all around the same time. I don't know when you made your movie. All these things were happening. I thought it was a high power talking to me. And I'm like, well, what you going to work doing? Because that's important to me. Yeah. How am I going to make this How money? How you going to make the money? She said, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> what a bold move. <laughs> You're going to figure it out. So my brain couldn't understand and I'm one of those kind of people, before I make a move, I got to ask a lot of questions. I got to yeah. understand what's going on. Oh, yeah, you from. did, like, your research. Like, you were not playing. you like, so... I researched to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I did, though. You and then another friend of ours that kind of made a similar move. I'm like, wow. I'm, yeah. And it's so empowering because most people don't have the guts. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it takes a lot of guts because you... you you're taking a leap of faith. Oh, yeah. And it's really blind. Yeah. yeah. There may not be something there to catch you. Oh, yeah. As you make this, and then you, you, a person a like you do it, you got this kid that y'all can't see that you got to take care of, too. Yeah. And it's a bold move. And I guess I'm, before we even get to all that, yeah. and, and I just want to explain some of that to you guys, uh, who is JJ? Who, where is she from? How is she here? And then while you're explaining that, then I got, and before we even do that, five, give me five things that words that could describe JJ Oh, and I could get to know her better. Oh man, gosh, this is good. You're so good at this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, passionate, mm. um, introvert, mm. a little crazy. 
Okay. It might be two words, but if you combine it, it's a little crazy. You want to put the lid on it? <laughs> we just gonna go with crazy. No, like, uh, um, uh, giver and uh, uh, mom. Oh, okay. Got to yeah. put that one in there. I yeah. got you. I got you. Yeah. The crazy one. I'm about to think about that. Well, I guess one day you go to work and go, oh, I quit. That could seem crazy. But I don't know because you maybe it maybe was planned for you. I, but I've done it before. Oh, have you? Okay. I have. I was actually thinking about this the other day, Hatter. Like, I've quit multiple jobs. Really? I have. Now, was it to go to other jobs or you just no, got to like, a place? I, oh, no. Like, even the first time I quit a job was when I was in Cincinnati. That's my hometown. Mm-hmm. My first full-time radio position. I was doing overnights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Overnights is... 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Not too many people hearing me in Cincinnati, Ohio, okay? <laughs> but uh, this is a funny story because I was up for the midday position, mm-hmm. and I knew I was going to get it. I had been in the city for three years on the radio. It's my city, you know? Like, this is my job. I'm good at what I do. I'm mm-hmm. in the club three times a week. People know me in the city. Like, I'm going to get this midday position, and a woman named Terry Thomas got the job. And I was sick to my stomach. I, was, I did not know that. I was so, I was so traumatized. Like, wow. I just knew this job was mine. And so um, she came in. She was also music director. And I said, you know what? I got a vision. <laughs> I'm going to move to New York City. Mm. And I'm going to work on the radio. Mm. And... And so I quit, and I remember having this conversation with her, you know, like, Jay, I don't know if you want to do that, because a lot of people go there, and they end up working at the post office, or, you know, (laughs) and like, and I mean, I get it. I get, for some people, and it wasn't just her, but lots of people were saying that at the job, like, don't do it, don't do it, but I could not see it any other way, and out of... 288 radio stations in New York City. I only applied to one. I wanted to work at the Heritage Station. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be at BLS because Frankie Crocker and like they build legends at BLS, right? And I was like, I got to be at BLS. And so I did. I left and I moved to New York. I did not work on the radio there for three months. I begged Vinnie Brown to give me a job. I called him every day. Wow. Every day but Saturday and Sunday. (laughs) Sent him packages. You know, you got to send creative packages and all that stuff. And then finally, I got the call and I wasn't qualified for that job. We know Mm. I wasn't qualified. I was from little, the little natty. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, but I did it and I didn't see it any other way. So I guess like when you think about taking those risks, I've always had a vision, mm-hmm. so I didn't see. I don't see things any other way. I'm going to be okay. Like I'm going to. I'm going to make it. And at that time, my vision was just so clear. I saw myself on BLS. Now, what, what shift were you working when you got there? When I first Mr. got Brown there, he hired me for the weekends. And listen, when he hired me, it was like a Wednesday. He was like, "Look, you're driving me crazy. You start on Saturday." And I was like, "Wait, <laughs> did wow, I have nice. an interview?" Uh, I'm like, oh, crap. And so I started on the weekends. He ended up firing the night girl, uh, J.C. Jordan, who I think has the best voice ever on the radio. And I ended up taking her spot at night. So I came on 6 to 10. 
uh, maybe a month or so later, he brought in Wendy Williams to do Afternoons. Wow. And that was just crazy to me. Like, now I'm working with Wendy Williams, who mm -hmm. I've always admired, you know, in the radio world, Wendy's always been a big deal, yeah. especially at that time. That was 2001. Mm. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I think if you, I'm a risk taker. I've always been a risk taker. It's I, who I am. I think that's pretty bold. I didn't know. I didn't, I totally didn't know that about you. All right. Give me, give me five songs that would describe JJ. Oh, five songs? Five songs that would describe. Oh, let's see. Shake them haters off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Sometimes you got to do it. Tipping <laughs> off. Let me see. Still tipping. Okay. All right. You never know. Late at night. Oops. Come here. Oh, I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. Seriously. Stop. Okay. Let's see. Um, strumming my pain. What's that? Oh, Lord, that's uh, uh. What's the original? Don't say Lauren Hill. What's the original? The original is Roberta Flack. Killing me softly. Killing me softly. That seems like a theme for my life. Uh, wow. Let's okay. see. Gosh, Adam, you got some good questions today. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting this. Uh, two more songs. I'll let you slide with two more. Okay. Two more. Um, gosh. Uh, gold, living my life like it's golden. Golden. Yeah. Okay, little Jill. Jill Scott. Little, little Scott in the building. Yeah. Because okay. I do. I feel that. And... Um, and probably, gosh, Hatter, uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I can't even think of five songs. That's terrible. We've been that on the radio 26 you. years. No, but they have to describe you. Yeah, that's not hard. like, oh, I like that song, but that's you're really hard. trying to, like, this song means something to me. Yeah. It is hard. Like, I'm asking you the question, but I couldn't name five for myself. <laughs> you know I really can't. Okay, I gave you a good four. Okay, we're going we're gonna to go with the four. <laughs> now, you've, you've also written a book, and in the book, you were very, very transparent about relationships, mother-daughter relationship. You spoke on your father, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yeah. you did. Mm -hmm. How were you able to be so transparent? Because a lot of, uh, just me just being frank and honest, a lot of the book, to me, dealt with pain. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's just the truth of it. From, from yeah. where, when I read it, when I was read, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why did she tell you everybody that? You and I had conversations oh, in the hallway about that? Don't, this. Don't, don't tell them that. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. Whatever pains I went through in my youth or as you like, getting, I can't tell nobody? I can't. I just, I yeah. won't. I just, uh, for it to be always on those pages yeah. that people can go reference is hard. But yeah. what made you say, I'm okay with yeah. telling, I don't want to call it tragedies, these life stories. Yeah, I mean, know? it is trauma. It definitely is trauma. Um, you know, I got to a certain point where I was, uh, it was in therapy. And, and say the name of the book, too. Yeah, oh, Without Bruises, okay, A Journey to Hope, Help, and Healing. So it talks about my relationship, being in this abusive relationship, and how I was able to overcome and heal. So the thing is, uh, when I was in therapy, I was in therapy for almost three years, just trying to heal from this certain relationship. Mm -hmm. And... I realized at a certain point, like, man, if I'm going through this and I didn't even know I was in an abusive relationship, how many other people are experiencing the same thing and they don't even know that the, the relationship they're in is abusive? Mm -hmm. I didn't know until my father said it to me. And, and even then, I was just like, what are you talking about? Because the person never put their hands on me. And so when my father said, you know, you've been dating a sociopath for the last year, 
and you need to go get some help. And I mentioned this in the book. It was my first time seeing my father cry. Mm. So I did not know. I was clueless. I'm like, what are you seeing that I can't see? And so him just sharing, like, you know, this person is gaslighting you and, you know, you're belittling you and they're isolating you from your friends and, and, and family. Like, I had no idea that's what was happening because it's so insidious. It's just so smooth how everything was happening. I didn't know. So to me, I didn't have a choice. It's like, I have to share this because I can't imagine so many other people going through this pain thinking that they're alone, not knowing what the heck it is, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to know, like, there are these often the signs of abuse and we brush so much stuff under the rug and we don't talk about it. And, and we can't heal. We can't heal unless we get it out. Was there one situation that occurred that made your father say, okay, now it's time to reel her in and say, this is what the deal (laughs) I sat there. I remember that day so clearly I was in my dad's kitchen And I just told him about everything that was happening, like the whole year, just everything. I'm like, and my daddy and I, we were extremely close. Like we could talk about anything. And so I'm telling him, you know, I'm going, you know, out to eat with him one day. He's sitting here telling me about all the women that he slept with. And, and I'm frozen. My dad just could see the depression that was there too. He, he said it like he, Like, he just, like, I'm not even there. It's just like, she's nothing. Wow. And it's so hard. And what I'm saying is, like, there are people so easily from the outside looking in who would say, well, why would you sit there and even listen to that? Why wouldn't you get up? I was so frozen. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even believe this is happening right now. But those are the small things that happen. But even afterwards, when these things were happening, your brain didn't say, okay, he just sat here and told me about all these other chicks Maybe it's time for me to, you know, had her. And was it a self-esteem issue? Was it, I'm just so madly in love with this person that they can do no wrong? No, I don't think, I think it absolutely self-esteem. Prior to even meeting this person had just divorced my ex-husband at the time, my Mm. daughter's father. And so I was already feeling like a failure. Nobody sets out to get divorced, right? Right. It happens, but I felt like a failure. I was learning how to be a mom and a single mom at that. So my self-esteem and and my self-worth was so low when I met this person that they could come in, scoop me up, say all the right things. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the perfect thing, perfect Mm -hmm. man, best thing since sliced bread. And then after a while, the real person shows up. And you're like, oh, crap. But by then, you're so wrapped up in this web. Do you think you can change this person? Or is oh, it, it, or, you, or better yet, not even so much you want to change them. You want to get it back to what it first was. And you're mm. telling yourself in your head, because oh, we had so many great times. And the relationship went bad all the time. It started off perfect. So you're like, I can get it back there. I can get it back to that time. I'll do anything. Like, it must be me. I'll change whatever I can do. And at the end of the day, it's just you need to accept that this is really who that person is. And the person that showed up in the beginning, that was not him. Mm. <laughs> you know, that was a, it was an act to get you. And, and now you're in this web. The final straw in that was what? Oh, gosh, I was missing out on a lot of my friends, milestones in their lives. 
engagement parties, birthday parties, you know, and it just hit me like, gosh, I'm missing everything, like everything. <laughs> like it was just like I just stepped back and I could see it like, oh, crap, I don't see my friends. Like, wait a minute. And that was it. And like literally having that conversation with my father, it just woke it woke everything up. And it's it's painful. And that's why it's so hard when people say, well, why don't they just leave that person? It's not as easy as you think. It's like, um, I compare it to like um, smoking cigarettes. Like I can sit here and say, you know what it's doing to your lungs? Yeah, Watch a YouTube video, yeah. right? But yeah. you gotta do it for mm -hmm. yourself. And it's not easy. It's, right. it's a hard thing to do or people would just do it, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing when you're wrapped up in this web and your brain is so twisted up because this person has just toyed with your brain this whole time. It takes time. It takes healing. It takes therapy. It takes work to really get your brain back together. You're a huge proponent of um, therapy. Yeah. I have yet to, 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 to cross that threshold. I think for some people it's super, super necessary. Yeah. I think for the rest of us, we just ain't doing it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But why won't you do it? Why won't you do it? Uh, it's, it's something... I, <laughs> Somebody sits there and they get to make money off of my <laughs> my pain. Yeah. That just don't play with me. But, see, but the doctor makes money off your pain too, right? Yeah, that's that's different, dog. Yeah, I'm feeling, how is it I'm different? feeling something and just fix it or tell me how to fix it. It's something about me. You get to, I get to pour out all whatever to you. And yeah. you get the secrets and all that, and you get paid to know my secrets. What a benefit for you. <laughs> guys it's so much more but uh, you know but i feel like you know jesus knows <laughs> jesus does know and that so is I'm very like, hey, true man, that is very you true you can walk me through this process i'll be yeah. all right and obviously i can be honest i'm obviously not 100 percent, but uh yeah i just uh i'm just yeah it's not easy for everyone i mean in our culture, we have been told you don't tell your business to everybody. Right, I right. remember, like, this was my argument with my dad. I said, when he said, I want you to go to um, group therapy, start with group therapy. I said, everybody going to be in my business. <laughs> he said, everybody's in your business on Facebook anyway. And I was Ooh. like, all right, good point, good point. <laughs> okay. Wow, and your dad didn't have to hit you there. <laughs> he God, did. He hit me hard. I was like, oh, okay. But, I mean, I just look at it like, these people are trained to understand how the most important organ in your body works, right? Mm -hmm. And there are some things, there are some things you're right, we can do ourselves if you got the tools. There are some people who don't have any tools. Yeah, right. You right, know what right. I mean? Right. Like how we are raised, you know, that all that means so much, right? Mm -hmm. Some people don't have anything to go off of and they really need to sit down and get the tools and the guidance and the structure on how they can heal. I'll think about it. I know somebody. Uh, <laughs> I bet you do know somebody ready to take my cash. I done saved. It took me too long to get that little bit. Uh -uh. No, nah, really, it's, it's definitely so something to really, really think about. Now, the other thing about you, Miss JJ, is... I know your daughter plays a huge part in the decisions that you make and whom you are. You have no problem showcasing her talent, her skills, yes. and yours. It's like, you know, um, what's the two late now? I don't say Thelma and Louise because <laughs> the end of that movie I heard not too great. But there's a close bond there. And I, I'm just curious because 
your relationship with your mom oh yes was not <laughs> was not like that yeah. how much of a role does, does did that play and then can you speak on the relationship that you had with your mom yeah well? this is good this is like it's like Oprah. I ain't got, you ain't got no tissues. You ain't got no tissues. I knew you wouldn't because okay. you, you hardcore. <laughs> I've never, I've never seen, you, I've never seen you get to the brink of a breakdown. Oh man, never. man. I've you, seen you, you was off that day. Emo, emotional, maybe, but yeah. not to the brink oh. of. You know, no, I've never seen you. Yeah, no. I've never seen you there. Um, yeah, our, my, I have an estranged relationship with my mom. Um, just one of those things where. Having her in my life was so destructive that I had to make a very difficult decision and and step away. And not everybody can do that. There are so many people who will absolutely have their opinions and say, I can't. That's your mother. But um, there is a point where I said I have to remove everything that's toxic. Mm. Um, It's sad to me. It's sad that. Many people in the family don't communicate with her, and which shows there's something there. My therapist believes that she has a personality disorder called borderline personality, which means that she gets very irrational at moments that don't even make sense for her to be irrational. So I give like an example. If I were to call her today and say, you know, hey, just wanted to say, I don't know, Merry Christmas. I remember the time that your daddy didn't pick up you from Christmas and he didn't bring it. You were like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, how, how, how did come? we even yeah. get here? And it's just, and that's with a lot of things, like just every day. And so it hurts. There's some, there's obviously some pain and years have gone by where now I can, I can step back and say something must have happened, right? That brought her to this place where she is right now. And, and that's why it is so important for us to do the work. Were there any loving moments between you and her ever, even as a child? I'm sure that there were. You don't remember it. But I cannot remember. And so all I remember is just madness all the time. And there were times, like, even my brother now says to me, man, I'm just so sad, man. Some days I think about how bad I felt just leaving you with her because my brother lived with his dad, right? And he would he would come and visit and you could just see it on his face like, dang, I got to leave my little sister here with her. And because it was just physically, emotionally abusive every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we especially in our culture, we joke about things that used to happen to us when we were little. Like right. my, my daughter was saying to me the other day, she's like, you, have you ever got booked with a switch? A switch. switch. <laughs> Rubber holes, <laughs> racetrack, wood, like, shoes thrown at you. Man, we can, we can do this all day we long. We still survive. Yeah, we're still we, here. But you we know. make jokes about it and laugh, but that's a lot. There's dysfunction. We couldn't do that there. today. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't even think as soon as about I, it. If today. I throw a shit at my kid, I'd be in jail. Oh. Yeah. You would be in jail. And they know the call, too. And <laughs> get the guy. That's how we're going to do it. Hatter. You. you know him, right? Bad Hatter. Yep. This will make a great news story, yeah, too. Yeah, come on up. Oh, my God. Yeah, come on up. So I just, I decided with my daughter, I would just do things differently. And one of the things that I do with my child that I know, because, you know, you, I got my mom's DNA in me, okay? Mm-hmm. So she she in there. And there'll be moments where she about to come out. And I'll be like, hold her back, hold her back. <laughs> but... 
when I feel like I've overreacted about something, I go to my daughter and I apologize. Mm. I'm sorry I popped off like that. It really has nothing to do with you. I shouldn't have, you know, said that. And because I want to take accountability for my actions, I want her to know that as a grown-up, we can do that. As a parent, we can still do that. She knows that I'm her mother. She knows that I love her more than anything in the world. And and it's our relationship is so important to me. We have talks. We have talks about everything. I couldn't talk to my mom about nothing. Mm. Boys, my mom <laughs> found out I was on birth control pills. She went through my room, and I got put on punishment for having birth control pills. I wasn't even doing anything at the time. I was just like, this is the thing to do. Girls go to Planned Parenthood, get birth yeah. control pills. Mm-hmm. And I got, I got beat, <laughs> I got wow. beat, and then I got put on punishment. And it's just like, I don't want that for her. I want her to be able to say, hey, this is something I've been thinking about, and let's have that talk, you know? So I'm doing That really sounds good in theory. You're a man with two two girls. But <laughs> you said it's a whole different yeah, world. Yeah, I'm sure it's harder as a guy. And I, I'm, I'm and I'm hard on mine purposely. Mm-hmm. They don't understand it now. I just feel like the world is an ugly world, and no one gives a, a no one gives a crap. <laughs> and so I got to make sure. And I, I learned how to love because of them too. Like yeah. I, prior to them, I never hugged my mom. I never kissed my mom. I never hugged wow, my sister. I never really? kissed my. And then I learned. Oh. Girls need that. Feel- and maybe men need it, too, because yeah, we never heard it, absolutely. seen it. There was no exchanges of I love you. Yeah. There was never exchanges of pats on the back. So, Aww. you know, I'm, I'm, my whole background is probably brutalized as well. Yeah. You know, with yeah. that amongst other things. Yeah. But I thrived off of not needing those things. So when people need those things, it's confusing to my brain. Wow. So, like, my kid, the oldest, like, you never told me you were proud of me. You uh, should know that. Oh, uh, no. But we don't. Some I, people, I, everyone's so different. If, if, if I'm telling you you doing your thing, you you doing your thing <laughs> means, means I'm proud of you. You got to know how to take the lingo and change it for you, though. But yeah. they need it to yeah. be descriptive and shown and acted out. That's yeah. and it's hard for me. It's hard uh, if you've never single, had it. A single it. fella should not have two girls and just be thrown into that world and say, teach them. Yeah, you definitely need tough. some. Yeah, you need some balance. At least there. you recognize that, though. Well, I apologize to them now. Like, hey. I know I wasn't the fun guy. You got you got the stern guy. But yeah, I but I promise yeah. you, when you're 30, you're gonna be straight. Yeah. You're know. gonna be all right. Yeah, you're gonna be all right. Yeah. Uh, but this ain't my show. This is all this on is JJ. Good, though. No, I, I just good. Uh, again, I just you you you're always been interesting to me, JJ. Like I said, when when they when I found out that you quit that day. <laughs> I said she what? You found out. Did you see my letter? You saw my you saw my resignation afterwards, letter. You talk about afterwards, like no, you saw before I left, right? Did I don't think so, JJ. Did you not? This is good. This is good. Y'all pay attention to this. Did you not find my resignation letter on the computer? I, I promise to goodness, I don't remember this. Really? Now, Jay Mack knows everybody's stuff, so if anybody found it, it was Mr. Mack. That would be true. But I I really don't remember if I, like, hey, did y'all see this, or J.J. might not. I don't, I don't remember that. I don't, okay. I don't, I really want to say I, I don't remember that. Because I had heard you saw the letter. Nah, uh-uh. 
You know, people just be talking sometimes, too. If I saw the letter, I told you. I saw the letter, and I told everybody. I couldn't believe it. No, no, no. I accidentally put my letter in the computer on the studio. I wrote my resignation because the day that I quit, the day that I, I put in my letter, which was just the day I was like, this is it. This is the day. Maybe somebody else saw it and say, "Hey, did y'all see this?" Yeah, then that's but how I don't. But I don't. But I don't remember for sure. Okay. But I assure you, I will make a call after I leave. Hey, man, do you remember? Oh, oh yeah, remember we were talking about it. It was crazy. <laughs> so I'll find out for sure. But I don't remember at this point. But it, it seems to me I got the information. I'm like, she did what? Yeah. Like, did anybody know? Like, no two week notice, nothing. No, she gone. Yeah. Like, wow. And I, uh, in a weird way, it was inspiring. Wow. Because I think. Most people in life, we are slaves to whatever it is we're in. Mm -hmm. We're slave to a job. We're slave to our parents. We're slave to this. We're mm -hmm. slave to culture. Mm -hmm. The things that we've learned and been indoctrinated with. We're enslaved. We're mm -hmm. slaves to the indoctrination of so many different yeah. things. And if we just take the time and stop, like even with. And I don't want to get too deep, but the, the a belief of money and the value that it has. Mm -hmm. But all these things were created and gave value that we're willing to kill over. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're willing to see somebody that's broke, poor on the street and starving and step over them yeah. so we can go to the club that night yeah. or whatever else. You yeah. know, so we're just a slave to these problems. But it, I thought it was very cool that you were like, no, I'm I don't feel like doing this anymore. And goodbye. Yeah. So you say that there was no plan there. Mm -hmm. You just decided that day, and I don't want to go into details why you did it. What to well, me let's must talk about nonsense. <laughs> to me, for, for, and if you want, to, if you want that, it's all over the internet. It is very well documented. There's video. There's there's Photoshop of it. It's a whole movie behind it. JJ put out a whole series. You know, it was like an eighteen. Movie. There was an eighteen part series. <laughs> If you want that, just you follow her. I'm sure it's somewhere on there. Or just Google JJ and what happened at the box. I'm sure it'll pop oh, that's up. So funny. It's going to be a couple of hours, but it's going to be a good read. And then go get her book. But uh, what made you so emboldened that made you feel like no matter what the situation, because I don't know if there was a, you know, if there was a, a plan like, you know what, I know I can take care of my baby. Mm -hmm. I know my living expenses will be taken care of. I know I'm going to eat a, a square and a balanced meal. What what is the thought of that? And I, and I ask this question for there are people out there in the world who do things and they're tired and they're frustrated and they live in fear every day. Like, for instance, I worked the way I worked because I, I, I work in a survival mode mm -hmm. is what I call it. Mm -hmm. uh, because I've been indoctrinated to believe that I need all this money and this picket fence in mm -hmm. this house and 2.3 kids or whatever it goes and the mm -hmm. dog in there. But we've been indoctrinated and I got to have that. Yeah. And I got to be able to take this vacation that they told me in society I have to have. <laughs> yeah. and I gotta have. So yeah. what makes you say, you know what, I don't care about this indoctrination that I'm willing to pull out of that and I'm okay with that decision. Yeah, I just, you know... It's just my... And you're a serial, I will stop this job, too. So you just told me at the beginning, which I didn't realize. I'm just realize. a risk taker. Like, I don't mind taking risks. The same way, you know, I left New York. I quit my job in New York. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. So, you know, but I, I do it with reason. So leaving New York was about comfort. I was uncomfortable. I don't mm -hmm. want to be there. Being at the station we worked at, I was tired. I was so drained. And you got to think, 
like, and I know you've been in radio for quite some time as well. I've been in radio since I was 16. I was in the club before I could even get in the club. I'm hosting parties in the club. I was so, I'm so worn out. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about 26 you years. You get burned. And it's just like my daughter, there was, and every year my daughter, will you come have lunch with me? Will you come have lunch with me? I work middays. I work middays before I came to Houston. I work middays in Houston. Mm-hmm. So guess who can't have lunch with their kid unless I take off a day? So what I would do is I would take off on her birthday to have lunch with her. But why does it have to be like that? Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to go have lunch with my kid, right? Mm-hmm. There's only going to be one moment. <laughs> like, she's only young once. Yeah. So to me, it was just like, what is more important? So, you know, I had a panic attack. I ended up in the hospital for two days. Um, my supervisor calls me. She says, hey, you're doing too much. You're trying to do a book. You're trying to run your foundation. You're trying to do this, trying to be a mom. Something has to stop. And so I, I actually decided, you're right. And it's I'm going to stop coming here working for you. <laughs> Really, it was just like, stop what you're least passionate about at this time. Mm. And that was showing up on the radio, having to be at a club this night, and the next day be at the Martin Luther King breakfast, get on the air, talk about crap I do not care about, and then, you know, be out in the community, which I love, which is probably the one thing I love the most, right? right? right, right, right. But it's just like, this this isn't me anymore. And so I've, I felt like I just, I've, out, I've outgrown it. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I miss radio. I, I love it. You know, I love what I do. But I also love my kid. <laughs> and I Absolutely. also love the freedom to go, like, think about it. I've, in, in these last couple of years, gosh, it'll be five years in January. Really? It'll be five years. Happy anniversary early. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've gone to Australia I've gone to um, to London, and all I kept thinking when I was going to these places is, oh, I couldn't have done this if I was still working on the radio, because mm. you only I only get seven days, right? Technically five, and then it's like you know I wouldn't have been able to take ten days off earlier this year and then take ten days off later. Like who who wants to do that? Who wants to have your schedule wrapped around someone else's vacation? Like that's real. That's real. It's still a bold move to make, not knowing that there is a cushion waiting on you. But since you are a risk taker, it's my faith. It's my faith. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's my faith. It's just like I remember sitting in there in the office. The general manager said, "Do you? Can I? Is it a money issue?" Like, this ain't even about the money. Money is good. Money's nice. You know, yeah, money yeah. puts food on the table. I'm like, but this isn't even about the money. There is no amount of money. I need peace, mm. and y'all can't offer me that, right? And I remember him saying, which is so true, and now I get it. He was like, um, but you know your insurance is going to stop. And I was like, God is my insurance. <laughs> and I was like. That's true. Which is true. But then two years later, when you're like, oh, man, these prices. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea insurance was so expensive. Yes, it is, my friend. Oh, like, I had no idea that hospital bills were so expensive without insurance. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, but, you know, I've made it. And now I have insurance that I can afford. Thank you very much. And we're all good. But it took a while, you know, to get there. But I just I think it's just my faith, just knowing that I'm going to be taken care of. If I'm doing what is right, 
if I am being obedient, which I felt like that was obedient, I felt with everything in my spirit that God said, today is the day. Now, oh, today, Lord, because are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I believe that because I think it was the same for me. And, and I had to apologize to everybody that I worked with on the show because I came in every morning complaining. <laughs> for real. Yep, yep. And like, I'll be, because I was frustrated because, and, and not to go into detail, but you have a backpack and it felt like everyone was in the backpack mm, mm. and I was holding it up and I was just, I needed somebody to help me. Mm-hmm. But when you present the picture of, I got it and I can do it all. Oh yeah. The world will let you do it all mm-hmm. until you break. Whew. And so I was in there every day complaining, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And then they'll cut the mic on and we'll be laughing and joking. And oh, ha, yeah. Ha, he, oh, yeah. Because the show must go on. Yeah. And then the microphone go off. And I'm like, man. If any, if people only knew that we are the absolute best actors and actresses, because you don't know what we're going through on the other side. Right. But we know how to turn that mic on and give people what it is that they need. But you know what? And this is why I think podcasts are so big now because people can be on there and express their vulnerable sides. Oh yeah. And that's what makes, you know, like if you watch a Mike Tyson podcast, Mike Tyson will tell you about all the crazy stuff yeah. he did and why he did it. And you look at him, uh he's still Mike Tyson and he will <laughs> like knock a hole through my chest. But yeah, I'm still fighting. But it's it's intriguing to listen to him show that side yeah. and be emotional yeah. about stuff. And I think that's what happened to radio and I don't want to go too far into that, but it is not passionate oh, yeah. any longer. No. It's just people promoting whatever needs to be promoted by the people. And that was not my problem at the time. I, I, like I said, mine was a backpack issue. Yeah, yeah. I had the ability to talk about what I wanted. If I wanted to say that I felt bad, I probably could. Yeah. But I didn't feel like that was my oh, job. Yeah. I felt like my job was there was already somebody feeling bad. Right. Put going to work at a job that yeah. they didn't like. Yeah. Why do I want to now <laughs> throw on you my bad shit? Yeah. Excuse me. That's yeah. happening. Yeah. Why I want to put that on you, yeah. though? When you already going through some bad, yeah. you, you've turned, you've you've give, give, given me your time, yeah, because you want me to play a, a couple of songs that you like, yeah, and, and maybe if I'm if 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 I did good that day, I made you laugh a little bit yeah. or gave you some information that you really yeah. truly needed, yeah. So I was dedicated to that mission, yeah, and it wasn't about me. Now you might give your opinion quickly. Oh, well, I feel like blah 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 blah. Yeah. What do you think though? Yeah. So now yeah. you call and yeah. you tell me, and let's 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 banter and debate now yeah. amongst ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, it was a job that's not about you. It's totally, in my opinion, 110. To me, the good jocks, mm-hmm. good oh, yeah. air personalities are the ones else. that are giving. So, you know, since I mentioned podcasts, what is your take on all this? Because in our business, we were always talking, I tell people this uh, all the time, regular DJs back in the days, up until like maybe the last two to three years, because now they go hire people who got the podcast to do these jobs now. And I'm cool with that. But I think it's funny because these people who created these big conglomerates, they're the reason why the business is what it is, but they don't take any ownership of that. Because what happened is they said the most important thing was that song that was playing that's number one on that billboard chart that's all being fabricated and all it it goes back to that machine I was telling you about. But anyway, we all play the game for the machine. I get it. So we'll move on for that. We've all been indoctrinated with all these things. But uh, they told you, you can't talk that much. Music is the star. Shut up. Talk quick. It's funny, years later, a podcast is nothing but a hyper-extended morning show without music. Yep, 
Yeah. People just talk, 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 talk. Podcasts, I think, are great. There are certain pot people, I believe, who have found their niche, and and they are great. Like mm-hmm. I listen to some of the um, people, like the I forgot the name of the podcast right now. The folks who do the uh, how they how they made it or how they made it big, mm-hmm. where they talk to different CEOs of companies, and I, you hear their backstories. Those podcasts are so dope to me. Noriega's podcast is great. I do like Nori. I stopped it's amazing. with Joe Button, but uh, I think I like he, did Joe his, too. he did his people wrong, though. But well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people. There could be a backstory to the backstory. It could be. You never know. It could be. It could be. But I think there are still so many people who are people who wanted to be on the radio who were like, oh, well, now I can get my own microphone and I can get. And it's like, right. oh, okay. But. It goes back to your why. Like, why are you doing it, right? Like, what is the purpose? If you're doing it because you want to hear yourself talk, then, <laughs> okay. But are you doing it because you want to give somebody something? Like, at least radio, like you just said earlier, it's so intentional. We're mm-hmm. supposed to entertain. We're supposed to provide information. And, you know, and, of course, play the music because music is the star. And so <laughs> I've heard that so many times in my career. But this is what this is what we do, right? And inspire. But I just think people are going into it for the wrong intentions. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have so many everybody and their mama wants to do a podcast. But the great ones are few and far between. Oh yeah. Yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of attempts of people doing it. it. That's why I think it's interesting. That's why I, I pick and choose and do them at my leisure. And people a lot of my friends that get on me like, Well, people who want to hear your voice. Why? They heard it for thirty years. I don't have anything I feel like literally I don't have anything. So everybody says the same thing. Yeah. Everybody it's, it's, it's so just bad. another way it's just your take on the same thing. Yeah. Like watch CNN. Watch CNN and Fox. We're talking about the same issue, but I got this slant, and you mm-hmm. got this slant. Oh, yeah. And both of y'all lying. We know Fox going to always have a slant. Well, they both have a slant. Oh, yeah, they do have they a slant. They truly both they have do, a slant because do, you don't know do. what anybody's real purpose oh, is. Oh, yeah. And the bottom line is the bottom line. Yeah. The yeah. bottom line is, kid, I'm, I'm going to appease this sector yeah. because they're going to bring me a certain amount of dollars. Oh, yeah. And we're going to appease this sector because it brings us a certain amount of money. Yeah. And yeah. what happened as I'll switch it all the way back to radio, they've allowed all these other things to get in the way, the bottom line, mm-hmm. and not radio be what it once was. Oh, yeah. It's Plus so the popularity different. of the podcast. So now they just run out there, and what do they do with the podcast? They swoop them all up. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? I, it's, it's, just <laughs> interesting, it's just interesting <laughs> to watch the dynamics play out and how the industry is changing. Oh, yeah. Do you now, think radio lasts, though? I I think a person's ability to listen to music the way they want to listen to it will be there. Will we have jocks who go to a radio station and go blah, 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 blah for four hours a day or five hours a day? I don't really think so mm-hmm. because I don't think that the medium um, massage the audience the way it should have. Like mm-hmm. if it went back to the way they and I this is gonna sound funny and some people will not I understand that a lot of things are digital because we have this digital landscape in which we live. Mm-hmm. But I think frequency is what I call it when you can hear it on the air. Mm-hmm. And digital can be merged together. And I don't think no one does the things that got radio to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What they've done is, oh, we can make money by doing this. So we just care about money. We don't care about yeah. community. We don't care about this. We don't care about giving you information. And traditionally, you know, black radio was, you know, those people wouldn't go give you the information. Right. So if you listen to Black 104.3, right. <laughs> right. we're going to keep it real black. Yeah. We're going to tell you where the march is going to be, yeah. where Mrs. Lucille's chicken and sauce <laughs> is going to be happening, where you can go there for the cooking, yeah. uh, where you can get some free clothes. Yeah. or where can, So radio, black radio traditionally was that. Yeah. And over the years, when those that saw that, oh, those urban people, black people, yeah. they spending money. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out a way to get our fingers. And, and hey, I'm over-dramatizing it. Not really. Not really. And, <laughs> but we'll figure out a way to monetize it. Oh, yeah. And it gets watered down and watered down oh, and watered yeah. down. And it gets it watered down so much. It, so it, much. It's just become, we don't care. Like, you mentioned Frankie, Frankie Crocker yeah. in New York. And for you guys watching, go check it out. If, yeah. Or if it's just go check it out. <laughs> Uh, Google the name Frankie Crocker, yep. one of the greats. But what made Frankie great is Frankie did what the F he wanted to he do. He did. He sure did. He had a cool vibe. He was into what he was doing. He was a true curator of the music. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the stories is, like, there was a song that came out, and Frankie liked it. Could have been paid for it, too. I don't know. <laughs> the song did turn out to be number one hit, though. But Frankie played the record all day yeah, long. Yeah. He said, you know what? I like this record so much. We're going to just play it all day. <laughs> and all day they did. The record yeah. went off. It started over oh my again. God. And those are the things that made radio unique and cool. Yeah. Name something unique unique that you heard. And I don't really listen to radio that way anymore, and I, I can't lie. But I don't hear people in the broadcast medium doing interesting things. No. I hear more people doing interesting things on podcast. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I want to hear you talk about money and how I can double up yeah. the money. But see and, that is in but that's a niche though, right? So is. like it once is. you find that niche then it makes sense. But what you said earlier about everyone's just talking about the same thing. It's just like, yo, you gotta find something when that shows you people and I say this in the best way that I can, people don't know themselves. And it's just like, so you don't even know what to bring to the table, right? So you don't know what you can even talk about. So you do what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And same thing with radio. It's like what made us different. And there are jocks. There are jocks that I I love them because of their, you know, their sound. There are jocks that I, you know, because back in our day, uh, it was about the sound of somebody's Mm -hmm. voice, right? You knew like, oh, Mm -hmm. I just want to hear their voice. Mm -hmm. And then that grew to you know, the personality, like, what are you doing that's different? Mm-hmm. Um, back when I first got into radio, I think it was Doug Banks doing mornings. And I just remember... R.I.P. Doug Banks. Yeah. Oh, man. And so I remember them doing, like, a soap opera in the morning. It actually... Right. And it was just, like, that was something different. Like, oh, I want to hear this soap mm-hmm. opera in the morning, right? There's this great guy, Matt Hatter, Morning Show. You may have heard of them, but, uh, like... <laughs> I, I like that guy, actually. <laughs> But, like, to hear these different characters that um, some people on the show would Shout play. Shout out to Jim Bees. Okay, Jimbo. I know. We were shouting out some people. What's up, Jimbo? Jimbo's very crazy. Yeah, I mean, but it's just, like, those things that I want to hear Bishop Beasy in the morning. Like, I want to hear that because it's different. Right. Because I'm not getting that across the street. You know, but you know what? To me, see, not to cut you off, but I think what happens is now they just gossip. And that's okay. And that's, that's what, what you're I into. Can't do. But I like the. I used to always call us a full service oh, yeah. morning show. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get these jokes. You're gonna get some of that old school, yeah. and you mix in a 
a lot of the new school yeah. stuff too. And yeah. I think that's why we had such a it broad like, like range. It's like a family though, but isn't it that like a, a family? Range. But I think that's what it should be. And you have to have a commitment to the community. Oh yeah. And our commitment, that was number one. Oh yeah, with that, absolutely. With, with that show that we did. Oh yeah. The community was number one. And if there was a storm, you know, you know, this city can tell you. Oh they yeah. You know, we were still on the air. Yeah. Like, for instance, COVID. I would have probably been up there all those oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would have been there doing the play-by-play. Yeah. We would have did bits. With two masks. We had jokes. <laughs> She's there with, with two, two masks. masks on. Yeah. But, we but we're that committed because yeah. we felt like, okay, if I can't do this, what yeah. can I do to oh, help yeah. out my yeah. community? Mm -hmm. And so that was very important for yeah. us. I think the kind of jocks that we, you know, Absolutely. we were. Absolutely. Saying that. You're not a, if you're not a jock now, I get it. You are a book writer. Yeah. You are a full-time parent. Yeah. Uh, you do have your uh, foundation. Yeah. What is JJ doing now? Chilling. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying. Uh, I do not chill. Let me tell you. Uh, I speak full-time. I, uh, I do a lot of speaking engagements. I am so blessed that my foundation is growing. And so in the last couple of years, I've been able to go out of the country and do programs for girls. Nice. Um, so a lot of my work that I'm doing is, is running my foundation full time. And I'm just lit. Like, I hate to sound so cliche now, but I'm living my best life. Like, mm. I love. I hear you, little Duval. I'm serious. I love waking up and, huh, I think I'll go to the gym this morning. Yeah. After I take Alani to school. Uh, I go to the gym. I, I set my hours. Like, I set hours, so I'm intentional with my time. Mm. But I love the freedom of, you know what? Maybe I'll just go to the gym in the afternoon today. Like, you know, the time where I would be on the radio. <laughs> I'm going to go to the gym. And so I just... Would you ever consider getting back into that? If it fits, but it's... It's like you said, I want to be able to do radio the way it's the way, supposed to be done. The way it's supposed to be done. I don't think be nobody free wants to be who I am. That comes with a certain cost and not just the cost of money, a cost of the understanding from the people in the organization that here's a concept that I have as to what truly will work. Depending on what your your, your demographics that you're yeah, that you're yeah. targeting, you know, if it's your your daughter's age, I oh, don't yeah. know. That's if right. you ain't dancing on TikTok, good luck. Got to do my business. No, TikTok queen. You know, if you ain't doing that, I don't know. But yeah. there was a time where the whole family could be digging the same thing, oh, and yeah. I think that's what's really wrong. Oh, you yeah. know, you got. Only the kids like this one. Yeah. Only the people between 25 to 34 like this oh, one. Yeah. Only those people right there like this. Yeah. Only the white people like that. Oh, Only my right, Hispanic brothers right. and sisters want that. Yeah. Everything is just so, you know, there was a time when it's, it's good for everybody. Yep, it was. You're and, so right. And again, we allow people to figure out how to take advantage of all those different things yeah. and indoctrinate us into a new belief. So we should start our own radio station. Is no. that why I'm here? Is this an interview? No, <laughs> no, no. I don't know. You know, I love radio. Uh, I love when people inspire me when I hear something inspiring. Uh, it, it would have to make magnificent changes. Yeah. And, and, and there is no amount of money or understanding, most importantly, understanding as to vision. And, and, and everyone is looking for money right now. We just oh, came yeah. out of COVID. Everybody lost money right now. Mm -hmm. Every organization, every human being is looking for a dollar and a dime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for you to come in and say, hey, I got this idea. Yeah. Nobody's. Let's do this. <laughs> Can and we the make first money? question is, how, 
How much money can we make? Right, yeah. Well, yep. immediately you might not make a cent. Oh, no. <laughs> DJ Bubby off the streets. <laughs> Let's get you in here. Not only are you a good price, you only cost $32,000.62. <laughs> you're going to just shut up and play a couple of records. Yeah. So, you it's know, terrible. I think it's. It, it, but you're right. You, you do have to build your own thing, and you do have to think entrepreneurial. And I'm glad for so many years, I hope I said that word right, uh, yeah. for so many w- w- years, you know, I've done different things. So I don't look at money much the same way. But as I told you earlier before we started this, my brain is hardwired into as soon as you wake up, what are you going to do today to make a dollar? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I have it because I trained myself like that for so long, it's hard. Yeah. I'm, my well, you're kind of reprogramming yourself. It is, but it's really slow. My process yeah. has been slow since leaving the station. Uh, it's it's been very hard for me. I can't even lie. It's been Do hard. Do you feel like because I can't cut it off? Oh yeah. I I wanted to. Can I ask you a question? Sure. This is great. This is the JJ. This is what happens when you have radio personalities. It is. It is. It is. It's hard for them to like. Well, let me yeah. ask you this. Now, yeah. <laughs> well, I struggled when I left this time. Well, because really, it felt like I was leaving radio as a whole. Right. Mm-hmm. I struggled with um, having an identity crisis. Like, who am I when I am not attached to a brand, right? Mm. Be, you know, because I've yeah, always been it. attached to a brand. Yeah, right, right, And right. in the first couple of months of me leaving, you know, it takes a while for people to even know you left. It's just the way people listen to the radio. They're like, oh, you gone? Been gone for almost a year. <laughs> yeah, I'm gone. And then it was like people who I was used to talking to all the time, people I could call up and mm. blah, blah, blah. Just people just start falling off. Well, that's the way the game Trickling goes. Off. They weren't really your friends in the first place. Hello? Hello? It was there because of what you could provide for them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, Being with you or things you could get. But that was you. a hard thing for me because was it? it was. Only because, like I said, it was. it's almost like uh, a, a crisis. It's like, oh, crap. These people, it's the realization of that. Like, oh, crap. I didn't think we was, like, tight, but I thought we was cool enough. You would still talk to me after I left the radio station. <laughs> like, geez. And so I had that realization. Then it came to, like, okay, well, who are you outside of, of this? Mm. You know, when you're not JJ and you are Jillian Simmons, like, who is Jillian? Mm, nice. And I, it's been a long time since I've just been Jillian because I've been on radio since I was 16. So... That took me some time. I, to me, our situations are different. Here's why. I still live in the city where they heard me for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, when I first, I thought that I would have a, an identity crisis. Uh, when I walked away, I was just pissed off at myself because I'm like, how do you turn down your money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my first two months, three months is, <laughs> You were kicking bruh, yourself. Bruh. <laughs> You like little Duvall. You were living your best life financially. Look, we don't care about the heart. Yeah. And I worked. I worked without caring about my feeling. Yeah. I worked because I wanted to have cushions. So if my mom picked up the phone, or my little baby sister picked up the phone, and she needed something, or my kid needed something, I wanted to be able to give it without even worrying about it. If I want to go to the car lot, I want to be able to get what I want. If I want to travel, I want to take a trip. So I worked my career by wanting to make sure my pockets were padded. It yeah. was not, yeah. although you still love the community and all that, oh, yeah. you know, you still, as a, a business person, you're driven to, and that was my thing. So I had to get over that, that, you know what? Yeah. You just, hopefully your your investments 
<laughs> Turned out <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Hopefully you made the right deal. Hopefully you made it. And that's why I was watching Bloomberg every day. Please don't be red today. Please. More green. Let if you watch it for anybody that watched Bloomberg, you know. Red days, bad. Like yesterday, uh, we don't I want to time put this in the time cancel, but just know recently it's been a lot of red. Oh my goodness. A lot of red and means a lot of money is being lost. Something is turning. But you know, when you see green, you're like green oh. happy at the end of the day, I would just always I don't look at the numbers, I just look and see if I see green. Colors. Okay. See red. Oh, it was Colors. so red the other day. Lord have mercy. I just anyway. So to answer your question, identity, and I take that back. For about a week or two, I was trying to decide: am am I the Mad Hatter anymore? Mm. Am I Hatter? Am I even the has been rapper, Mister Mad? <laughs> what, what, what exactly are you? Who are you? So originally, when I would, would go places and people would. Like introduce me, I like no, just call me Ben. Yeah, and then this is so and then, new, and then right? they would look, they would look at me like, nah, we good, Hatter. And the community was like, you're never you're gonna gone. be, you're yeah. never gonna be, you're never gonna be who, whoever, <laughs> wherever Ben came from, you might need to take him back there. Ben is but still in. Was we it all Carolina? grew up, listened to, yeah. and and became family with Hatter. Yeah. So yeah. I stopped fighting it because I did go through that for like two weeks. I would tell people like, "Don't call me Hatter." That's the those days are over. I remember when you did it, then you would hear yeah. all these stories. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you too. I didn't know how people really ever felt until mm. I was gone. Oh yeah, because you know, as you well know, we were always over and daunted with hate. Yes. So we saw that people who hate, they let you know they hate you. Oh, they you. sure do. The people who love you, they think everybody loves you. Because so everything's they don't never... good, right. <laughs> so we were so over and daunted, is that the word? How do you say it? We're overwhelmed yeah. with hate. Yeah. That that's all we saw or heard yeah. every day. So you, but you're a worker, you're a hustler, so you work through the hate. Through and the you hate. And you just got to let it, you know. Yeah. You know, dusted off your, you yeah. know, your shoulders. Yeah, right? keep it going. And uh, I'll be honest with you, it was a picture. We all got together, like, yeah. hey, man, did you see how y'all doing the first month out? You know, the whole crew got back together and we went to a restaurant. And I just put, I just took a picture. We took a picture. I'm like, oh, I'll put it on the gram. Yeah. And then all these comments flooded yeah. in. We miss you. We yeah. love you. And they'll tell you all the stuff that you did. Yeah. That you like, oh, yeah. y'all kind of liked oh, me. Oh, yeah, I, I ain't even know that. You like you know, but you don't live in the ego oh, of yeah. I'm all that. Right. But when you see that, you're like, man, y'all appreciated what I did for all yeah. these years. Oh yeah. And yeah. and it's it's kind of sad that you didn't realize it. People don't give you until, your flowers until, until you know, right? Until you walk away, you're like, oh snap. Maybe Dang, I, I should have left. Maybe I should have told y'all goodbye the right way, or maybe I should have stayed. I didn't. I didn't know. I was tired of fighting rappers and other dumb shit. Sorry about that, youngster. I was tired though. My brother yeah, was tired. It was yeah. just too much. I'm like, you know what? I ain't fighting no more rappers on BS. Getting sued for a million dollars. I want you to work and do something so you can get your million. Man, I'm gonna try to get off of you. But anyway, uh, nobody ever won a lawsuit, oh, and, man. and some of them that put money in my pocket. So yeah, thank yeah. you. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you just, uh, but no, I never had that dilemma of trying to figure out who I was. I still feel like Hatter. Yeah. The community, whenever they see me out, like, I, you know, because I work for the university now and I was in the parade and people see, man, we miss you on the radio. And then they'll start telling you everything they don't like about who they are. I say, hey, yeah. my family's still there. Yeah. <laughs> just to let y'all know, I don't want to hear no evil. Yeah. I don't want to deal yeah. with no evil. Yeah. Let y'all know off top, my family's still there, bro. Yeah. So there ain't no hate. 
I made a decision yeah. that I have to live with. Yeah. Nobody said, hey, you're out of here. You cut none Even of that like that. used to call me like, what, so what happened? I was like, I left. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, they, they wanted to be. They someone. wanted. They want the Jews. They want something. The ratings was that bad. Oh yeah. Oh. Or, 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 oh, you got old. I knew it was gonna happen one day. I was praying oh. that you got old too. I was sitting there praying, please let him get old so they get rid of his old rest of ass. Oh my god. No, nope, so they terrible. still like. They still like old boy, man. They still, <laughs> still like old boy, man. You know. That's so funny. But no, I, so I never really had. The, I, so I understand what you're saying though. You yeah. like. I, so like I said, I did. Go it is different because yeah, you it have is. been here for a, a while. A and, long and, time. And, and, but the funny thing is, now I try to distance myself from Mad Hatter. Yeah. Right. And the more I try to do it, it's the more people like, nah, like just this week, like, hey man, can you do this for me? Hey man, can you do this? And they all want Mad Hatter. Yeah. They have no care for yeah. Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> is not moving there. But think about it; it's like that for everybody, though, right? Like. I'll be sure. It's going to always be I'll be sure. No doubt. No doubt. Yes, he is. He can't be out. I'm going to still be, see I'll be sure. As soon as he walk up. I'm on your own, girl. Yeah. Every time, as soon as I see him. I'll be sure. No disrespect, brother. But yeah, yeah. So I, I do think. And, and, and that's the way I try to look at it now. Like, yeah. you're going to still be. It's like you're an old. Not old. You're a, you're a former ball player. You know, you there still, you, go. you know. They know Andre don't play for yeah. the Texans no more. But if yeah. Andre walked in this studio oh, yeah. right now. Andre does yeah. Your jersey. Yeah. I remember when you beat that dude up on the field. My yeah. God. You know, you know. Oh, that's so funny. I got a funny Andre story. Can I tell you go, real quick? Go. Andre so, Johnson, one of the greatest Texans ever. For years, people would tell me, tell me I was dating Andre. Wow. Oh, aren't you, you date Andre, right? You date mm, Andre. This got good, y'all. Like, Can you call Andre and ask him, like, who? Andre Johnson? And I was, I, I don't date Andre, right? So, Slim Thugs. Boss life ball. Mm-hmm. It was maybe I think it was the second or third year. It was actually two days before I quit. <laughs> wow! I saw Andre. I was like, "Hey, I hear we were we were dating." And he's like, "What?" He was like, "He was like, we were." <laughs> he's like, "I know there was a few." Huh? And I was just like, <laughs> "It's so crazy to me that people can create what they want." You know, of course, it's been the same thing with Slim. Like, oh, I know you was dating Slim. I heard JJ was over Slim's house, and I was like, I. What? Where do people come up with this stuff? But I thought it was so funny. I had never even met Andre until no pictures, that year. Nothing. No, nothing. So all these years I've been on the radio, people telling me, You you've been I know you've Maybe it was his type or something. Nah, probably not. But but <laughs> no, not in a bad way, just no. But I, I was just stunned <laughs> that people would say that and I had not even met him. And then finally I met him one time. Nice guy. He looked nice that day too. He did. And did. If he would have shot his shot. You oh, know, oh I'm Dre. Not saying, man, so I'm just Dre. playing. I'm just, oh man, I'm just Dre. Playing. I'm just playing. Dre could have been. <laughs> She like, nah, she we ain't doing that. Door. She like, we ain't doing that today, Playboy. Okay, sorry about that, little homie. Sorry about that. No disrespect. You're no so disrespect. Silly. Sorry. So, all right. So now you just do what you want to do. Yep. Are you okay with the decision that you made? Oh, absolutely. I even on my worst day <laughs> or my worst bank account day, mm. I still do not regret it because I have just an overwhelming peace of mind that I did not have and I had not had it in years. Mm. And I just I love the, this freedom that I have to make my decisions to create my own. Like now it's on me. You know, it's it's more pressure, but I I create what's mine. 
And now I'm in a place where it's time to create my legacy. Like, what do I want my legacy to be? And I want it to be more than JJ was playing Lil Boosie on the radio. Like, I like that one, though. <laughs> That's my dude right there. But I, I needed to just be more than that. Like, what are you leaving behind that my daughter can be proud of, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. What makes JJ happy these days? Man, spending time with the kid, traveling, seeing the world. Uh, I, I really love traveling. I didn't even realize how much I love to do it until now I got the freedom to really do it. Uh-huh. And uh, and my friends are spending time with my true core circle of friends. Um, I get to see them a little bit more than I used to because all my friends live all over the country. Um so that makes me feel good. Oh, and by the way, when you mentioned when you left uh, 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 people not reaching out to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, because my circle was always small. There was no one to reach out to me. <laughs> I don't got the homies. Like, my home, you know, I got I can count my people literally right here. But nobody even believed that you left. It was you were you. The way that you left, so many people were like, oh, he's still on vacation. There was no. And this is something people should know in radio. Number one, typically, you don't do a two-week notice anyway, okay? So normally, if you say, I'm going to quit, there is no two-week notice, right? They usually swipe you off the air Yeah, because they're scared that you might do something crazy. Yeah, or you're going to the competition or something like that. And I don't think they would have did that for me, though. I think they would have given you If you were weeks. retiring, right. they would have absolutely given you the opportunity to say goodbye to everybody if it was a retirement. I thing. didn't know what I was doing, girl. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> but, the, but people, I feel like people were fault. just like, <laughs> he's still on vacation. I know it's been two months. He coming back. He coming back. I'm like, you hear the Mad Hatter drops. And then as soon as you stop hearing those Mad Hatter drops, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> He must be gone. He did it. He did it. Yeah, I didn't talk to nobody at, at first, neither. I didn't, you yeah. know, people were trying to call me, and I think some people were offended or thought I didn't like them. Uh, I just <laughs> I just didn't want to try to explain that to them. But I will say this. There were two rappers, and it's two of my favorite rappers in the whole wide world. Yeah. And it was cool because one is totally unexpected that called me because we have such a unique and odd relationship. <laughs> but there have been times when we would call each other on certain things. Yeah. So when that person called me, I don't know, can I, I'm going to just say that, I don't care. It's Scarface. Oh, okay. Scarface called and just said, are you all right? Yeah. Oh, wow. See? He didn't call a guy, so, yeah. you good, G? Because when ain't nobody saying nothing and you don't know, they probably had the best ratings during that time, too. Just people trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah, be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. going to listen every day. The like, comeback, where yeah. is Is that another parade yeah. like they did back in the 90s when he got the million-dollar fake deal? No, this one was, <laughs> this this was, this one was a, a straight-up exit. <laughs> wasn't, no, wasn't no coming back next week on this yeah. one. But Face called me, and I thought that was so like, damn. Yeah. Scarface. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this made me love him even yeah. more. You Just know what I'm saying? I'm and then, you. believe it or not, Slim Thug. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I know this is a guy that don't even listen to radio. Gee, we need you on the radio, man. Who yeah. gonna, when something go wrong in the city, who's going to talk about it now? I'm like, yeah. wow. And then he like woke yeah. me up early one morning, too. This is a guy, Slim ain't calling you, and Face ain't calling okay. you. They ain't calling me anyway. Yeah. They ain't calling me. Slim when those took me two out calls, to eat. Like, you, you was for real? Like, you really did it? <laughs> Oh, yeah, bro, I did it. I did it. But that's cool, right? Yeah. Because you don't know that those people 
there's a that means that there's a certain level of respect there oh, too. Oh yeah, and, and obviously there's other rappers who you, you you cool with and you talk to normally. You know, your oh, zeros, yeah. your yeah. Pauls, yeah. your chameleons. There's there's um, uh, other rappers I definitely can name, but those two came from like I couldn't believe it. I yeah, like, wow, oh, yeah. That's, that's crazy. a big it's a big deal. But it was it made, like deal. but it made me feel good. I like when Slim called like damn. Maybe he's right. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> maybe I should have won a don't win it after all. I'm going to get everybody to God call you. God dang it. Start your own station. Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you call me three weeks ago? Because <laughs> they didn't know. Steve. You were still on vacation. But anyway, we didn't. I, I have no true regret, though. I have no yeah. true regret. My only regret is that I didn't. I wanted it to be an even 20 to go off the air and that final year just be 20 years and just riding Aww. it out, having a good time. That's yeah. what I really wanted to yeah. do. So everybody, y'all know I'm getting ready to do it. Yeah. Start looking for whatever like, your next like move Like Tom Jordan, right? right. Like they, you want, yeah, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to, you know, even 20, yeah. you know, and do that thing, drop the final album, do all that, have a great, <laughs> you know, that final lap yeah. where you're not really running, you just jogging, yeah. though, you yeah. don't care what yeah. ratings are, just no, having a good time. You didn't do that. No, man, it just, you know, sometimes... And as you know, and I'm in my part right here by saying, sometimes God moves you because you won't, he moves you because you ain't moving. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So he'll put a situation and he's like, you know what? You keep talking every day about how unhappy you are and you don't want to do this. You don't, we don't have to do it. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a situation that's going to make you decide that you ain't going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. See, first he give you a little shove. Then he got to push you down the stairs because you <laughs> don't. Then he, know, then he know me. What? Okay. How do we want? Mm, you know what? I'm going to go on vacation. I'll be right back. Yeah. Obviously, I'm still on vacation. And I'm still Here, on vacation. Here's the thing y'all don't know. Here's the real game. I'm later. still on vacation. <laughs> I am still on vacation. Oh, my God. Y'all still hear my voice on that radio. Okay, it's through some other stuff. I do. Just, I yeah. hear the commercials all the time. Be like, ah, you still you know, hear the check. Shout out to them, man. Those people came to me, and the young lady there, her name is April, that worked for Austin. She did research on me, and I almost didn't answer back because it was on Facebook. She got in contact with me, <laughs> and I, I usually yeah. don't deal in Facebook. I, yeah. I deal in IG world. Yeah. So I just, you know, you can send everything through to all your socials yes. from Instagram. Yep. Now you can. So, so you know, I'll go there occasionally. What's going on around here? Yeah. Going yeah. back to IG where it's popping. <laughs> so just I just I saw that there was a message and there probably was several, but the first one on top, who's this? What? It was this long. We know you're not on radio. We really want that. Da, 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 like, uh, da. And then uh, I asked another person that I really felt was a good friend of mine who was a lawyer. It was Justin. And I'm like, what do you know about these people? He yeah. like, let me do some research. I hit you back. And he was nice enough. He did some research. Oh, and then I did my that. own research. And these people really just wanted me. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they were willing to pay. And there's a check. <laughs> Heaven forbid I turned down a check. It's, a not, check. it's not that I wouldn't do it all right, but when they came along, <laughs> they made me feel, they made me feel I, special. I and, then, <laughs> and then other people would come along like, oh, I, damn, I'm like a radio station. I can just charge my own advertising fees. Oh. Nobody never told me that. Because you ain't know about that life. No, I didn't. It's a whole different world. And it's still hard for me because I don't like, I'm not comfortable talking about money. I like to make it, but I don't want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. But if I do have to put a number out there, it's going to be big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and you uh, can do it. Well, I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to throw it out there. And if I can't, I'm going to just keep on living, right? (laughs) 
That's the way I look at it. But I do want to, I, I, as I'm, because we're having this conversation, I wouldn't just be in the middle of a podcast and shout somebody out. But thank you to them. I think that was really, yeah. really cool. But you're surviving. Let me I am focus. Surviving. You're surviving. I am. You're okay with the decision. Uh, any more books? Or yeah. So, so how many books you have now? I have three books. They are called. I have. So I man, have I'm gonna have to put these on the screen. We got to put these on the screen. Guys. Yeah. Right. Without bruises. That's the first one. That's, That's the, the one that's gonna make you go. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. you put that in the book. Have, have you ever a- read your mom's books? Oof. Don't read the first one. <laughs> I just told it till she asked me if she could read it, and I was like, "You can, you can Ooh, go you ahead and read it." Read it? Wow. No, I didn't. That's that's a rough read. Try to protect her, but Ooh. but I feel How like I want not? her to have these tools. She's fourteen. Mm. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Because you're talking about people who are personal. Yeah. To her, I mean, but she watches Power <laughs> secretly, so you might as well read the book. Um, wow. <laughs> You secretly have already seen Power. Um, you might as well read the book. Uh, so, without bruises, uh, I have an affirmation journal. Uh, Which does what? It's called with uh, Respect My I'm Crown. I'm not good with those because you got to write in it. And, yes. Well, oof, I'm not good with that. Yeah. With, <laughs> Do men ever come to you like, I got the affirmation book and I'm in love no, with it? No. Okay. <laughs> no this is the thing that I would... Uh, it's supposed so, to be for women. It's it for, for women. women. Okay. It's for women. But if you guys say, a girl... <laughs> I needed some affirmations and thank you. But you know what? Okay, so then I have my third book. It's called All Falls Down. It's a daily study of scripture to lift you up when life has knocked you down. So I have had, I did a, 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 a audio book of that. And the nice. first person to buy it was a guy. He was a truck driver. Wow. And he wrote me and was like, I needed this. And I was like, all right. So, so yeah, those are my three books. And Without Bruises is also audio book, too. Really? When did you go back and make it audio? Yeah. Uh, you, did, you did the audio yourself? Of You're course. Talking? I got to read. I got to read for myself. And Kathy Hughes uh, wrote the foreword to my book. Nice. And Candy is Candy the voice. Candy reads it. Candy reads your book or Can, the no, foreword? Carrie, Candy, Candy reads the foreword. Oh, she, she's okay. She's reading you, on see, behalf of Kathy Hughes. You big time. Okay. You know. I don't even know you if Kathy read the book, but <laughs> but she definitely wrote the foreword for it. So, <laughs> well, that was nice. Yeah, that was okay. cool. That was really cool. How hard was that. it for you to do that? I, I I think that is so cool that you went back and voiced your own book. Oh yeah, I'm gonna well, go get the audio version. It's just like when you I don't know if reading that is like, not kind of traumatic for you. No, but I feel like. Who can tell my story better than me? And so you get the inflections. Well, I want, I want you get... Denzel to read me. And... <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'll get that, too. Denzel should and read me. And I'm going to have a picture of Denzel ah! while I'm listening. I'm like, yeah. I know. Down south. So. Uh, also like Don Cheadle. Yeah, oh, Don Cheeto. Ooh, Don Cheeto. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, all right, this is good. (laughs) But no, um, having uh, Kathy even just be a part of it really put that stamp of approval on it for me, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was just like, I need people... I just need people to get this book. And I wrote it so it was a simple read or you can listen to the audio book. I feel like an author, if they can articulate, they should read their own book because gotcha. it's their story. Sometimes like Michelle Obama read her book. Yeah, but every every great writer doesn't have it. Like Stephen King shouldn't. Oh, I well, that's be. different, though. I like you, Stephen, but man. But I, this is more personal. So I, I feel you. like on a you personal should, level, yeah. You should tell your Stephen your own King story. should not read his own book. <laughs> maybe he should, though, because they're mostly <laughs> scary anyway. So maybe that's the right, yeah. So maybe that's the right <laughs> voice to read. And then finally, let me see if I have how to. Oh, and is there is there going to be another book? I'm working on an affirmation, or not an affirmation, a, a book about gratitude. I've been writing gratitude. it, so yeah, it's just a, a book about gratitude, and I think that's going to be. It. I said my last book 
was going to be called tapped out on testimonies because wow. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't need nothing else to happen. Okay. I'm just, I'm tapped out, please. So tapped out on testimonies. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that'll be it. All right. Um, so short life, abundance of love, but you lived a short life. Yeah. Long life, no love, plenty money. Short life. I say this all the time. Like when I look back at my life, I turn 44 next month. When I look back at. I keep seeing you in your 20s. Bless your heart. heart. (laughs) I'll come back next week for this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I just, I have lived an amazing life. I really have. I've done so much. I believe that I have touched people's lives in a positive way. I believe that I've I live in my purpose. If I if it was a rap today, I would absolutely <laughs> my daughter like but but we yeah, hope I don't not. Like, yeah, I don't but like we hope not. That kind of stuff. She like, <laughs> but I just listen, I'm, I'm I, serious. I like I just from. I feel like I've had a great life. I think that there is still more to come and I'm excited about it. I like but, that. But yeah. If you had to choose. Yeah, short life, short life. The money, I mean, I get it. I love money, but it's just not everything for me. You know, me and my daughter can go to little Galveston's raggedy beach and we can hang out. And that ain't that raggedy. And it doesn't cost anything mm. and, and make a memory, you know, so. I got to get good at that. Not very good at the fun thing. Yeah. I've always been Making in the business. Yeah, I'm not good at that. I'm like, uh. I'll make you a list. Uh, <laughs> but I, want, I wanted to say something to you. Sure. So uh, a while back, a couple of years ago, gosh, it's crazy to think how time is flying. I was in Atlanta and and I, I hit up Hatter on his birthday, right? I'm gonna try to get I'm trying not to get teary eyed, but this will make for a great podcast, right? I'm trying to remember this. So whatever you can really say, I'm not So uh it was Hatter's birthday. And at that time that I was in Atlanta, you know, I had this whole job fiasco, mm-hmm. all right? Where now I was, that part I do remember. I was going there for a job. And things job didn't, didn't happen. happen. Yeah. And it was supposed to. And I was in the deepest depression over that situation. Mm-hmm. So I call Hatter on his birthday. Well, I text you. I was like, hey, happy birthday, brother. It's your birthday. Whoop, whoop. And I just saw it was your birthday on Instagram because I'm not good remembering people's birthdays. Don't feel bad, me. So you hit me up. You like, you know, heard what happened in the ATL, you know, and what's your cash at? <laughs> did I? I did that? Yeah, you did. Wow. Yeah, you did. And, uh, and you sent me some money. Wow. Now, I'm not, I don't have that money yet to give it back to you, but <laughs> that's not what this is about. Just trying to get some people their flowers <sighs> while you can. But I just wanted to tell you, like, because me and you ain't never been, like, tight, tight. We cool, right? I, I, I respect you, and I admire your work, and I admire you as a human being. Have we ever, like, but I ain't really super, super duper close to nobody. Right, right. But I this feel like me. we are probably cooler than we were yeah, when we absolutely. worked together, Ab- right? Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like that was about a lot of people absolutely. I'm cool with now. Like, dang, I'm really tight with them now that we don't work together. But um, I'm so grateful for you, and I'm grateful for that that moment and if you knew some of the things that just happened in that week like really the day before you sent that it was uh 
it was something that was just all God. And I was laughing when I thought about it. I was like, man, Hattie gonna send me money on his birthday. <laughs> I was like, who, who does that? But um, but I needed it at that time because I was in a bad place. Man, I, I wish that I could say I remember this. And like I said, I, I don't have the money to pay back. No, to I don't remember. I don't. I don't and remember I, anything and I know, about this. Look, and this so. is where you're supposed to say, "Well, I wasn't expecting the money back anyway, so oh, I can just oh. get that on camera." Let me tell you. Let me tell you about me giving. I always believe you give without the expectation or getting it back. Ooh, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Because you might not get it back. Um, <laughs> no. And, and I learned this. I don't know where I learned this from, but there will be people in your life, family members, close friends, who will say they want to borrow money. Yeah. And you have to know when you're giving it to them. Oh. You may not, <laughs> not get, get it, it back. back. That is so true. So I, so with certain true. family members, I said to myself, I have a number in my head. And if they ever ask me for anything, I'm going to say, hey, um, here's what I'm going to give you. Just know you can't come back and do this again. This is the limit right here. But yeah. I'm going to give you all this now so you can take <laughs> care of whatever you need to take care of. That's it. Yeah. And so I never, ever had it. And then when I gave it to you, it was the gift of giving. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't hey, let me let you borrow. Oh, yeah. So whatever I, I gave that. I don't never. I'm the kind of person. I'm, I'm a little cavalier with cash. I don't want nobody misunderstanding these statements. If you're watching, it's like, oh, I had to just give him money. <laughs> no. But I'm moved by, this is going to sound funny, and this, we really going to wrap after this. I'm moved by another, another frequency. Mm-hmm. And if you were going through something and I sent that to you, it really had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I had the ability to do whatever the frequency was telling me to respond mm-hmm. to because there had to be something that I was responding to without the pure blue, me and you are having a conversation because honestly, me and you don't, we ain't big texting right, with each other. Right, so right. all of a sudden we're texting each other and I just say, send me the cash app. Yeah. There's something in the frequencies saying, yeah. I don't know what it is, but this. You and know, you know, I think when you look at the bigger picture of it and you just like how God works, because that's how I took it. I was like, man, just think somebody who I, I don't really talk to that often. I hit him up really just to say happy birthday. I would never ask you for money. I right. would never. I don't even ask anybody for money. Right. right. But on your birthday, for you yeah, to there, send me that, it was just like. That's yeah, a frequency. That's a response to frequency. Well, I that's just want you to, to know God. that I appreciate that. And I'm so grateful. And I'm just really big on, you know, let people know that you appreciate them. Well, thank you. It took you long and, enough, child. <laughs> that was back in. Uh, I don't remember. I really don't. Uh, was, I don't yeah. remember doing it. Oh, like well, I, said, I remember. I'm I'm the kind of person if I feel like it's just like seeing somebody homeless on the side of the road. I won't give every homeless person, but every once in a while, you feel like you get a frequency yeah, like, like you huh? Need to do something. Yeah. Oh man, I need to go to the I need to go to the ATM and pull out. Yes, All right. Yes, okay. Yes. And I'll just respond to it. Yeah. I don't never question what I feel God or Jesus or whatever that frequency is, is yeah. telling me. Yeah. And that's what I live my life by. Yeah. I live my life by that frequency. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I've made mistakes and I just try to be a better person now. Like yeah. now I'm way more better 
of a human being than I was because that person that you knew was super focused. Yeah. And yeah. the reason why we didn't hang out back then is because I was super focused yeah. on this. Yeah. And I didn't have time to try to be your friend because yeah. that's just too talking to me. <laughs> it's easier for me to go make this dollar. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I like what to I know really, you. Well, and, and a, a lot, a lot of people say that. And yeah. my kids sometimes they they give the credit to the person that's in my life now. Yeah. But what happened is you just get to a place where you say, "Wow." Just you need to ease up a little bit yep. because you you miss a lot oh, gosh, of life, yeah. and I missed. You know, sometimes it might have been cool just to go to the club and hang out. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, but my, but you know, my stance. If you know me, I would say, how much money am I making being there? Yeah. And if I ain't making no money being there, why I'm going? Yeah. Oh. But sometimes it's good just to be with people because when I would go out, it seemed like everybody else was way more happier than me. <laughs> They're like, oh, snap, had it off. We're going crazy tonight. Right, right. We're drinking all night. Long. And I won't be participating. <laughs> but they're so happy that you out that with them there. that they are balling yeah. out. And they like, I'm like, I'm glad I came out because you guys are giving me one hell of a show. <laughs> and every time I did go out, I got a hell of a show. I mean, yeah. I saw it all. The, yeah. the girls, the dudes, everybody yeah. like, whew, what a great song. Yeah. Never, so it was always good. But yeah. I was just super, super driven. Yeah. And now I try to have super, super purpose. Yes. And I try yes. to live in. And I don't know if you're supposed to search for happy. I think that's something that's supposed to be. It's and what there. happened, yeah. again, we get indoctrinated to believing that this is oh, something yeah. that we're supposed to search yeah, for. Sometimes happy might just be, you know what? You woke up this morning, JJ, and you decided instead of going to work at middays, yes. you would go to the gym. Yes. And so that, happy. And that was your happy. Yeah. And so I'm still on this excursion trying to find that. And that's... Even part of what I'm doing now. Yeah. Although I do it at my leisure, I'm going to do it with more purpose. Yeah. But I want to be able to walk away saying I learned something or I felt something with yes, everyone that yes. I talked to. Yes. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Like it should be a growing process. And every once in a while, I'll probably be some ratchet stuff in there. Yeah. Or some funny stuff. But I do, I, I want to know what makes the person tick. Yeah. Why they did what they did. Yeah. There's still things... I can still talk to you for another hour. I know. Because there's still questions that I had. There's still things I want to learn. But I won't get, I'll hit y'all with another part two. Part two. Part two. But I really just wanted to learn about I won't have JJ. my child next time. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing. He's going to be like, no, 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 I won't get too deep. Like, I want to know about your mama's sex life or nothing like that. And you don't want to know about it either, right? <laughs> she it doesn't like, exist. <laughs> you should be smiling about that. She did. <laughs> but yeah, I just I want to learn from people at this point now, and I, I need things to move me. I don't want to be doing what everybody else is doing because that's just the popular thing to do. Right. I have to do it with purpose. Yeah. And I figure, you know what? I'm gonna just crank this thing back up and. I want to talk to JJ yeah. because she was the inspiration for me being where I am today. Yeah. And you really, really, really are. Wow. You're, you, I re, and, and Rob G would notice everything I do when I started DJing for weddings again, I went with Rob G to all his weddings and watched him DJ because I want to understand. Yeah. I want to see how it's done. And I want to understand the mental process Walking. I know you like when I first asked you, hey, JJ, you want to go to lunch? Uh, girl, we don't get down <laughs> like that. But, you know, you were very gracious and I would ask you questions. It was no, no, no. I don't miss a free meal. So anytime you ask me to go to lunch, I'm She was thinking here. some pretty nice places, too. Like, you don't go to Eddie B's? <laughs> I don't know, Eddie B's? <laughs> but I, I learned a lot, man. And I really learned about your boldness huh. and your ability to do what's right for you yeah. and not be a slave 
to the system, not be a, a slave to what's the word I keep using, our indoctrination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and to be able to jump out of that yeah that yeah. circle. Yeah, and I admire that. Thank you. I admire that. And like I said, you are totally. The, the day that I did it, I, I, I saw you when I, when I was walking downstairs, like, because, you know, I carry everything in my backpack. Yeah. So I don't necessarily have to go. Like, I never went back. I, like I said, y'all, I could return at any moment. I just went on vacation for Christmas holidays. It was a Christmas holiday so it break. Been two years? Uh, Rob, G knows, Rob G knows exactly what it is. He, he keeps up with it. Cause that like, is hilarious. Yeah, because nobody knew how that you would go. <laughs> None of us. We didn't know. The listeners didn't know. Uh, and I apologize to anybody watching this now that listen to the show. My apologies. You deserve that. I was just a very unhappy camper, but I was all about making that money, and I did that pretty well. Yes. But it didn't make me the best parent. It didn't make me the best friend because I was just driven by one thing, the goal to have as much, not to spend it. Right. Because I was saying, y'all can tell, man, I said the same <laughs> the same thermos I used to always wear. Some, Last some, time some I saw you had that on. Yeah, I got a whole closet full of nothing but black thermos. <laughs> like Not bad. white and green. I got it's one like white bad one. Man. That's his outfit. I was like, this, 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 this is it. Some black whatever, usually some sweats. And um, I love Vans. So I got like a whole bunch so of Vans funny. and Nikes. You know, you got to have your Jordans. So I got a series of those. I love tennis shoes. But this, the lineup is still the same. I don't like spending the money. Oh, I just, man. I want to have it. Yeah. Just have it. It's a bad, and it's it, but it, it was able. It gave me the ability to do what I did. Yeah. I couldn't do it one hundred percent like you, JJ. Man. But well, I still admire it, and that's why I wanted to do this with you because there was more to learn about you. There's still more to learn about you. I think you're an incredible human being. Thank uh, you, Hatter. I, I want to see nothing but great things. I'm one of those people. I'm gonna just follow you on Instagram and watch the next development. Yeah. You know, and that's it's what coming. I do. So I wish I could be like something's coming. Keep it, but I, I don't know what's coming. Sometimes you don't. And that's like okay. I said, I'm still, I, I don't know what I'm doing, y'all. I'll be honest with you. I said I was searching for happy. I said that to y'all when I first did this. I'm searching for happy, and I'm still searching for it. Yeah. And I believe what I'm finding is you're not supposed to be searching yep, for it. Yeah, it's just supposed to It's supposed out. to be. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 but I'll figure that out. Like, yeah. like, even this. What are you supposed to be doing now? I don't know. I My brain it. is still working. I love it. It still works the same yeah. way, and I can't cut it off. Yeah. Jake. I keep like, <laughs> stop trying to make money. Stop trying to make money. Stop trying to make money. Slowly says, yeah. why don't we figure out your why? Yeah. Why do you need to make the money? Okay. Yeah. Maybe don't yeah. make it about the money. So make it about the growth. Figure that out in therapy. All right. <laughs> and thank you so much. <laughs> She calls herself Jillian Simmons now. I just know her by Miss JJ. We're her wonder kid over here. I appreciate y'all. There will be another one next week. I'm going to keep these coming. I will be consistent, I think. Now, one on one of these, I could end up on an island. If you see me on an island and you just see my toes, my ugly toes, that probably means the end. I found the happy and it doesn't include anybody. <laughs> it's me, my baby, and... Aww. Yeah, I got a good one. I got luck. I love it. Thanks I'm for having you. me, Hatter. I appreciate Thank you, you for allowing yourself to be questioned with these dumb questions. I love it. <laughs> I'll be back. Two coming. <laughs>